Brancourt Talks Sci-Fi's Krypton. Welcome to the House of Al. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. You have entered the House of L. Choose your allies wisely, for the fate of the universe may rest on your shoulders. And choose those people that you worship wisely, or else they may stick red things in your head. And actually, maybe you should join the House of Zod, except if uh, General Zod is your grandson. You don't want that. Yeah, because, you know, things might go bad with him. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, before we jump into all that, just to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com where you can find our full playlist of recaps and interviews over there and at SoundCloud as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers over at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or a movie you love, somebody over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? If you want to email us, you can reach us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at jindev, and he's bradzb. Also, be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the articles that are being posted. You can also find Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else you can find on Facebook? There are groups on Facebook that deal with uh, transportation devices that you can build at home and do something uh-huh. like that. That will get you from point A to point B. Ah, interesting, interesting. Kind of like a Zetabame, you know? It's just the same thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so they have all those kinds of things on Facebook. And, you know, also is on Facebook. We're on Facebook. Uh, it's Brad and Court Talk, our pure fan and podcast group, where we talk about anything and everything under the sun. I think I post about seven different TV shows this week. Uh, the 100 got renewed. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping Lucifer gets renewed, too. So Upfronts is next week. So, you know, that's like Christmas for me. Nice. Nice. So I'll be posting a lot more of that stuff. Brad takes us all kinds of down uh, rabbit holes, talking about true crime and different movies, and we're just all excited. Uh, if you watch Sci-Fi's Van Helsing, you can also find our group dedicated just to Van Helsing over there. Um, if you are interested in 12 Monkeys, that is returning next month for its final season, and we'll be covering that instead of Cloak and Dagger. Sorry, you guys. Um, but yeah, so we're going to cap off all of our years of dedication to that show and i just watched that final run it's gonna be 11 episodes and they're gonna air it over four weeks i think it's gonna be friday nights uh three uh three uh, hour episodes right yep that's what they're saying one long movie so i like this better because uh last time it was just a three day marathon like over a weekend and that was great we got the binge and we got all this stuff thrown at us we had all this jennifer all at once and it was awesome but i didn't really get to digest everything like this will give me a chance to digest the three episodes before we get the next bunch so yeah definitely i'm looking forward to it and yeah way i said that we were gonna do cloak and dagger we decided to dial back on that mainly because a lot of commitments coming up for me in the summer that i have to do and yeah Podcasting takes a while, and watching shows takes a while. Well, we're still gonna—I'm definitely gonna talk about it on on the Facebook group because I literally have the original run of comic books for Cloak and Dagger, and I have been mm-hmm. saying that I this needs to be a TV show or a movie since I got the original run of these things. I love the characters in these, and it's just—I'm looking forward to it. I just don't have time to commit to talk about it. So, yeah, there's that. Oh, yeah, but. Keep an eye on the Pure Fandom website. There'll still be some kind of coverage. Uh, someone will do re- reactions or recaps. Something's coming for it because it's going to be an amazing show. Yes, it is. Definitely. So what was this episode about? Oh, my gosh. This was episode eight, Savage Night. A resistance movement begins to form to impede the voice of Rao's increasing power and influence. We actually get to meet the leader behind Black Zero, and she's kind of badass. Definitely. 
Like, did you see the way she talks to General Zod? I don't think she knows who he is. I don't think she cares. You know, she pulls a knife on him and cuts him. Dude. Yeah. That's, yeah. There you are, right there. Like, that's, don't cross me, man. She has plans. She's good. She's good to go. Yeah, yeah I loved how Janet was just sitting back watching all of it. Well, what else should he have to do? She, you know, that's kind of where she was. Oh, wow. Like, she was just sitting back observing. Like, she got all this information that he gave her. And then later, she went to talk to Seg. I'm just jumping ahead. And she's like, yeah, you can't trust him. He's going to want to rule the world. Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, she was sitting back during this whole entire episode, kind of watching the way that he was handling things, right? Mm-hmm. And to prove that he had, you know, the interest of Krypton at heart, which also Adam was doing, too, right? Mm-hmm. Both of these two were doing her own thing for Krypton, or well, one for Superman and the other for Krypton. And when General Zod explained to his grandmother that, yeah, uh, he kind of escaped Krypton's destruction because he was off the planet at the time mm-hmm. in space prison. Yeah, he was in space prison, you know, and he was put there by uh, Jor El. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God! Who is Jarrell's mother? Uh huh. Yeah. There's that. There's a. I, she got this idea. She's like, yeah, dude. I don't think we can really trust him. That's oh, no, she, not at all. Well, she's trusting him as far as she can right now. You know, got they got Black Zero on board with everything, and they're in, and they just need to, you know, all that stuff. But yeah, she doesn't. She she knows well. She doesn't plan to get sucked into that whole thing. She has a plan. But Adam, I thought this was interesting. He got sucked back by the owners of the Zeta Bam. Two weeks ago. A few weeks ago. And this is, you know, two weeks. It's only been two weeks, Brad. I know. It seemed a lot longer than that. It was really weird. So we find out that uh, Sardath doesn't think that Adam was the right one to do the job. But Adam says he was meant to be a superhero and save Superman. Because Adam has quite the bro crush on Superman. Uh-huh. Like, just, I am the hero here. Uh-huh. Just a little bit. And they end up sending him back to let him do the job. There was another, somebody else that was talking at the end of that. As we got to the last um, flashback on it. And I didn't catch what her name was, did you? The other uh, mysterious no. voice that was talking? No, no. But I, I wonder if that's who he saw at the end of the episode. Now, see, I just go right to that. That was kind of interesting because, well, hold on. We can't get to the end of the episode yet because there was, we need to we need to address the other okay. thing as it happens. Okay, Brad. I was just excited. I, I'm like, I what? Know. I know, right? Oh, he was shocked too, so. Uh, everybody was shocked. All right. So, first off, Kim runs into Sevi, who was, you know, hide, trying to hide from everything. She mm-hmm. was one of the advocates or, you know, one of the other people that were helping out the voice and saw what was going on with him in the Genesis chamber and kind of told him about it, where he's sucking up the baby factory in order to use the energy from him to do stuff. What stuff? Never anything good. And now would yeah, that we know? Yeah, he's using the Genesis chainer, chamber, the pure energy to make himself more powerful for Brainiac. Or something. But they do know that the children that are in the Genesis Chamber are going to be lost. And they mentioned um, that that was the only way they can reproduce. Do they not know how to bump the uglies? 
I don't know if they know about the birds and the bees, but how in the world did General Zod get made if it wasn't through the Genesis Chamber? Because okay. she hooked up with some some soldier that doesn't seem like it was um, something planned with the Genesis Chamber. Well, we'll just go with the fact that, okay, this is a Genesis Chamber on Kandor. And I don't mm-hmm. know my Krypton geography as well as I probably should for this, but there are other cities. We know there is Kryptopolis, right? Mm-hmm. That's the city where... Nissa had relatives in, right? Mm-hmm. Or something like that, that they could possibly get some help out. And that was also where General Zod was born because he was not born on Kandor. Right. Because Kandor because it was, was gone. gone. So we know there could be another Genesis chamber in another city. I think another city is on another planet, but I'm not totally positive about that. I think there's more than one city. Like I said, m- Superman was never my big deal. <laughs> it was like very Superman, Spider-Man, the Superman, Spider-Man, Batman, way too many movies, way too many reboots. Yeah. Well, most of my knowledge comes from the movies and my knowledge of Krypton comes from that, um, man of steel movie, which was awesome. Cause it had what, 20 minutes of just Krypton stuff at the beginning. Right. And it seemed like the old Genesis chamber thing was like interconnected with, like the environment or something it, it seemed like it was just one genesis chamber but they could have it in different cities like i don't I don't even know how it works if it was just they they went over there and they put their blood in like oh this could be your future child if your dna ever mixed together right yeah it's there's a whole lot to going on with the genesis chamber that they don't really know about so we have this whole thing to try to figure out all we know is that uh, the agent of Brainiac was sucking all the energy out of this thing on a regular basis. And when he was doing that, he was kind of in a trance and paying no attention to anything else going on, which gives everybody the idea this is the time that we go attack him. Mm-hmm. But in order to do that, they come up with this idea, of, oh, Alita comes up with the idea, to go find um, Dev and use his little red shard to you know, break, to kind of disrupt everything. We'll take him to Grandpa. Grandpa can make that all happen, right? Mm-hmm. Which they do get out there and they find him. And we saw him on this last time after he got shot. It was like blinking a little bit. So his his, his shard kind of has like a little uh, short circuit in it. But and this is a key part. Did you see it in the background? Kind of. Well, it was in the it was actually in the foreground. Was camera? They were in the background in the camera angle. There was somebody watching them leave. Uh, yeah, I was wondering who that was. And yeah, we didn't see anything else on that. All we know is somebody watched him leave. I don't know. This only thing I can think of this still leads me back is the fact that, and it can't happen, but did Jaina not kill her brother off? Because they're in the same area. Ooh. I'm yep, not, they were up there. That's been a like, long, we didn't long think time. He was dead. No, but it's been a long time for him to still be alive. I mean, he, he could be around. We've seen other groups living underground. Yeah, he could be. He could be part of the Black uh, Black Zero as well. True. Speaking of Black Zero, we strike the deal with them in exchange for Darren Vex, which Nisa is totally fine with her dad being taken by Black Zero. He I mean, did- she thought about it for a minute, but look at all she's losing. She's losing her future not born, not conceived kid. Well, Because, um, you know, brain, the Brainiac's minion is sucking up all the energy in the room. Well, like she said, when you know when they're in it, really stressing drive in the skimmer with uh, Seg and 
Lita and Nisa, she said the truth. I mean, she expected her and Seg to be controlling everything. Mm-hmm. That was her plan in life. That's you know she at least had an idea where to go with. That's kind of fallen through, so she's got to do what she's got to do. Uh, Kim is looking for Ona, finds her giving the blessings to the people. Through fire, we are reborn. And yeah. Uh huh. He tries to tell her that the voice is bad, and Ona is, well, you know, doesn't need to be around him, but she's totally one with the voice because, dude. She's like, she's closer to her mother that way. And what can he say to that? He can't really say anything, you know? It's like, uh, yeah, but he's bad. And she's like, yeah, he's kind of cool to me, though. You knew things were going to go good. Oh, things were going to go so good. Yeah. So that was actually when, you know, Adam says, well, at least you tried. And, you know, Kim fires back at Adam. And says, at least you tried. And we get this flashback again with him in the room. And that other voice, that name was Alana. Yeah. So I don't know who Alana is. Uh, she was the daughter of um, whoever was in charge over there. What would you say the person's name was? Uh, Sardis. Sardis. So yeah. she, but it sounded like they kind of had a thing because she said something about it. You know, this is something that she he really cares about for a change. So yeah, yeah and he always runs. Yeah, so, but he's not running now, so they kind of let him go back. Which uh, I'm really curious about that whole thing. I, l- I love the fact he's like, I did steal your the the you know the Zeta. I, mean, he I borrowed, borrowed it. it. Yeah, I two was, years ago. I was going to bring it back, but you know, time. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Timey wimey. But you got to love the fact that they were able to bring him back mm-hmm. when they wanted to. All right, Adam managed to get himself arrested and taken to Darren, where he tells him a little bit about Brainiac. You know. Just when Darren thought that the agent was in control, uh, it seems that Brainiac is the one who ripens up the city and keeps it good for everything mm-hmm. that's happening. Mm-hmm. Of course, Adam doesn't want to stop anything. He wants to make sure Brainiac does exactly what he does and takes the city. And then we want to kick Adam in the head. But he does say he just wants Segel delivered to him and out of the city before anything happens. Because he has to produce Jor-El somehow, some way, in the other Genesis chambers in the other city, apparently. Right. So that's that's why I say there's another Genesis chamber somewhere. I'm down with that. So Grandpa, because they kind of moved the whole thing when Candor City left. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. So Grandpa manages to find a way to use a shard to disrupt the voice, and he does that at the last moment. And while they're, I don't. No, why no one just tried to shoot the voice like you know Jaina did, but when he took the uh, the what was it the Emperor fall or the Luke Skywalker fall off <laughs> into the Genesis chamber, yeah, kind of knew with if there's no body, not going to happen. Oh, of course, like he's totally dead. Ha. Yeah, not really. With Darren taken hostage. Uh, Nita is the one to greet him, and she removes a blindfold from his head. When she, you know, she kind of forgives him what he did to her, but he's a survivor, and she just wants to be more than just a survivor. And then says a goodbye, and he knows what's going to go down after that. I think he might be dead. Oh yeah, unless unless he's not, and then he lives to scheme another day, which could also happen. Oh well, yeah, that always happens that way too, doesn't it? Dev uh, was actually freed from the shard, so he's good. He's just armless. Well, missing an arm. Yeah, I wonder if him 
almost freezing it to help kind of break the hold just a little bit because he wasn't full on zombie dude. I think so. It may have helped out. He, he's got a strong will, so that probably helped out a lot too. Yeah. Ona is sitting in the voice's room when everybody's looking for him, and then he wanders in and he shows up and kills off some people. But he says he's looking pretty horrible, but that he's in no pain because this body is only temporary. Uh-huh. As Adam watches everybody running towards the throne room, he then watches Ona walk by, doing her little chant through Fire We Are Reborn. Mm-hmm. And he I wonder if that was a part of what the whole energy thing was. Like, did he make her a bomb? Is that what happened? I think he had, he was able to pass along something. I don't think that whole energy made her a bomb. I think it was just he was able to pass on enough to do this, you know. He's got the power to do things. If he made himself a fire and all that stuff, making her a bomb is really not that hard of a thing. He basically made her an agent and sent her after Seg. Mm-hmm. Now, why he wanted to kill off Seg is the question. Is it because Seg tried to kill him? I don't know. But with Adam following him, following Ona, we see her go up and talk to Kim and everybody. And all of a sudden, her little uh, markings there start to glow red. Out of nowhere, Adam jumps in there, hits his little Zeta Beam thing, which makes a little capsule of protection. Mm -hmm. As she blows up, and he's transported somewhere else where there's just some woman staring off into nothing, but then she turns her eyes on him without moving and is like, what the? Right. Yeah. Like, what did you do? I, where's he at? What happened? Who's going where? What? Right. And where was Jaina? It almost looked like Earth, but I'm not sure. Where's everybody? Well, we saw Kim and Seg. They were fine. Well, I think Jaina's still with the general doing whatever they're doing. No, I thought she was with, with Seg and uh, Kim, like when Adam showed up. Oh, maybe I missed that. Well, Kim's going to be really uh, kind of broken up now because Ona kind of blew up. Yeah, like that was heartbreaking. She was a cute little kid. Yeah. And like he took responsibility for her. Right, and he did. he's basically going to blame it for that himself for all that because he did kind of turn her over to the voice. You know, she did what she wanted. He wasn't able to get her out. I think he's going to take a lot of that. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of Adam's fault all this happened because you were asking why Ona would go after Seg, and it's probably whatever Adam told told Darren. <laughs> oh, probably is. I'm, I agree. Uh, so what else you got for this one? Anything? No, that was it. It was a good episode. Like yeah. th that ending, I was like, wait a minute, what? Yep. Two, Where are you? Two seasons, uh, two episodes left. Yeah. We're almost there. Well, if you aren't there already, head over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for The Crossing, The Magicians, uh, Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, which is coming up next month, Yay. and a whole bunch of other shows. And there are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. And if you have any thoughts or comments about the episode, you can email us at bradcourttalk at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter or Facebook. So until next time. Oh, until next time, never trust Adam Strange with any of your belongings because he'll steal them and then come back two years later and then disappear on a Zeta Beam again. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.